The book's better gets political. Fine. It's only a matter of time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This actually, we actually didn't plan this, but um, it is sort of weirdly. Um, I mean, I don't know that like well, Afghanistan's almost out of the news cycle now because of the yeah. hellscape of news that we live in at the moment. But I didn't actually remember that the Afghanistan, the Soviet Afghanistan invasion comes up in Argo. Yeah, because that like destabilized, that was like some of the background. No, no, it's not the background. It? No, it's that the... Soviet invasion of Afghanistan just sort of piled on on like the nightmare of like oh, United okay. States foreign policy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah think that's it took, right. It took, so it threatened to take attention away from the hostages. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's so funny. And it's like, it's also like Iran now, uh, not, not, uh, well, yeah, sorry, Iran. Like Iran now is still like, you know, in the last couple of years, still like heavily in the news cycle. Like also because of their beef with America, that makes it sound like, you know, it's entirely their fault, which is not true. It's kind of earned beef. Yeah. Um, but like, it's just like now, like what, 50 years later, there's still like just an entirely different sort of ongoing struggle with the Conflict. Americans that they have. Yeah. 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 But it's still just these same places that are. <clears throat> Forever in conflict, it seems. Damn, yeah. But don't worry, because Ben Affleck's here to... To save the day. To save the day and teach a thing or two about family along the way. All right, welcome to the books, (laughs) Better. They're very real and not so anti-Canada source material. (laughs) So... Ooh, Did I uh-oh. say the show that reads? Oh, oh god, that's okay. Blunder. You can um, you can stitch it all together. So I'll just give you yeah, the show that reads the, and then you'll no, stitch you have to it all. say it and then wait a bit. Oh, okay. I'll get, here, I, you can get it clean. All right. <clears throat> the show that reads the, and then the, and then I'll just sick. start. Yeah, no, nah, I do. I, I'll work my magic on that one, so that you don't again. have to. Yeah. All right, well, you're talking over that. That's fine. You can isolate my track. <laughs> yeah, I'm Dan. yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> and I'm all head. Yeah, yeah. I'm Dan. Yeah, okay. And today we're discussing, and then you stitch in the name of the movie because we that's all pre-recorded the intro, and then of course we to save time because we have very busy schedules. We just I just come in, I say the name of the movie, and then that's like a whole day of recording. That's it. Yeah. So um, basically what I'll do is I'll go back to, yeah, I'll go back through previous podcast episodes. I have a huge sort of bank stitch of just like words together. Yeah. Yeah. And just kind of glue some things. Oh, in. at the word level. I thought you just like take like our like takes, you know, like this book was <laughs> so boring. <laughs> yeah. That's see, that's good. That's that one. That's their clean. You can use yeah, that yeah. in a future. Tim episode. Burton is shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's we definitely use that one a few times. Yeah, yeah. That if you're wondering, view, uh, listeners, that wasn't Orlando in real life, just live, just then. That was from a previous episode, it was from Alice in Wonderland episode, just then. Yeah, Orlando of, actually couldn't make it today. This is just me. Out. Yeah, I've sort yeah. of got an Orlando soundboard. This is all post. Yeah, this is all. <laughs> it's all. Yeah. It's all ADR. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> This is, I don't know, we just opened this episode with like five minutes of garbage, but it's an interesting episode because uh, it's not a book um, and it's not 
I don't know. You say it's what not a movie? <laughs> All right. yes. I mean, it is a movie, but it's, yeah. not a, it's not like even a half book, like a comic book or something like that. It's yeah. sort of just a real thing that happened. But also, apparently, it was mostly based on a Wired article. But upon reading the Wired article, I mean, like, there's clearly some, like, points from the article that they took, like some things they decided to focus on. But it's not all from the Wired article. I don't know. What were no. your thoughts on that? I feel like uh, who wrote? Did Ben Affleck write it? I think he did. I think he, he did have a hand in writing it. Yes, yeah. I think they've constructed a more obviously makes sense. A bit of a more uh, dramatic scenario. At oh, times. they added so much stuff. Like basically anything that goes wrong, they made up for the movie. Like that's the funny part. Okay, yeah. So just real <laughs> yeah. quick for those who don't know, the Iranian hostage uh, crisis. A bunch of people got kidnapped by revolutionary, you know, militant groups. A um, bunch of Americans. Some of them escaped but were trapped in Iran. And the CIA got them out by using an elaborate cover story involving a fake sci-fi movie. Um, and it was sort of a, it's so crazy, it just might work moment. And in the movie, there's a many times where it almost doesn't work. But then it happens, sort of pulls through right at the end of like a big oh shit moment. Whereas in real life, it just kind of worked. <laughs> was, I was going to say, a good idea. it's a smooth sailing. Yeah, no yeah. fucking troubles. It just because, like, they Because as they stress in the movie, they wouldn't have done it if there wasn't no risk of, like, embarrassing the US internationally and, like, potentially getting hostages and stuff killed. Like, they wouldn't have done it if it wasn't airtight, more or less. Yeah. In the movie, no, they no matter how it crazy seem like, it seems. Yeah. In the movie, they make it seem like it's such a far fetched thing that it's like, bruh, this, like, this honestly has a 10% chance of working. Yeah. And then, like, like even the, dude, the fucking um, CIA big boys shut it down. Yeah. And then Affleck's like, I'm fucking, I'm doing it anyways. Yeah. They cancel it at the last minute and then he just goes to the airport. Um, yeah. And then, and even, yeah, Brian Cranston's like making jokes about how the Iranians are going to capture him and execute him. Say, like, Jesus, man. Yeah, all right. That might but actually life, happen. He, yeah. In real life, he just rocked up though. And they just left. There was yeah. very little drama. There's uh, very little drama in these real life events. Yeah. That's a Simpsons reference. Okay. <laughs> what did you think about the the actual movie was it a good movie do you think dan i saw this movie twice when it came out um because i was like i thought it was like the coolest thing ever and i like very much bought into like the hyper like tense you know just like the the super tension and all the drama and i was like on the edge of my seat i was like oh shit oh shit oh shit <laughs> Yeah. Um, and I still, I definitely still enjoyed it watching it now, like, you know, eight years later or whatever, nine years later. I don't think it's like the greatest movie ever. It's, it's very enjoyable, but like a lot of that, like very heightened drama and stuff made me roll my eyes a little bit. I think now that I have a bit more refined taste, I was like literally in like year eight when that movie came out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't That's know. What do you think? It's still very I, good. I thought it was very good. It might actually be because, like, 
you might be thinking that I'm not sure because this is the first time I've seen it and I really enjoyed it. So maybe right. you've just seen it, you know, a bunch oh, of times. Oh, so I just now know, and, yeah. Because I was literally like, it has to be like one of the most effective like thrillers that I've seen for sure. It's 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 really it, the the like the tension's really good. Yeah, it's just like. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it is just because I've seen it twice before and I sort of knew all the like twists and turns. Yeah, that probably is. That probably definitely affects it. Might have a um, part in it, yeah. But I think it might be one of those things as well where it's maybe just more effective the first time you see it because it's a little bit like, like I don't know, not contrived, but it just kind of like is this big build up. Yeah. I don't know. It's like the build-up is the point. It doesn't have a lot of foundation other than like these like tension moments. But I, but like watching it this time, I really appreciated more like the historical background of the movie and like the political stuff because, you know, between uh, when I first watched the movie and now I've watched about 8,000 Vox videos on the Middle East <laughs> and American course, foreign yeah. policy. You're an educated so, man. I'm somewhat of an expert, I would yeah, say. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yes. um, so, you know, when Jimmy Carter's on TV talking about stuff, I kind of, I know what he's talking about. Um, you know. I don't. And I understand how I the Iran we see in Argo has turned into the, the situation in the Middle East today. So that sort of makes me mm, not a genius, but a hero <laughs> but of yeah, sorts. Better than most. Probably. Uh, well, a ge- maybe a maybe a genius and a hero, but like, I think that's know, fair. Basically, I'm smart. Is what yeah. I'm trying to say, dude. Like, I know 110%. more. One hundred and ten percent. Call I'm me be- no more. And I'm be- okay. <laughs> call me, <laughs> me Nemor. Nemor. Yeah. Call Daniel, me Daniel Nemor. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, but anyway, but yeah, no. So I appreciate that more, and then also I, um, I appreciate it, even though it's like, it feels a little bit tacked on, uh, all the like personal stuff with Ben Affleck's family and that, because like, and like his sort of like character arc. Yeah, um, I didn't really. Because, you know, it it's a bit tacked on. It's a bit lame, but it's functional. Yeah, it's not too much time is taken out of like the rest of the movie. It's not like it disrupts any of the like tension. But or I think it parts. plays into it plays into the tension. Like yeah, because they it's don't like, just get cut away. Again. Yeah, they don't interrupt the tension to to give you that. Like because it's like oh hold on, sorry, I know that you're really interested in this, but like we we need to see what happens with Ben Affleck's son yeah, that you've never. It's like met. no, yeah, <laughs> yeah, little coconut head. Yeah, um, but. It's it's more like, you know, you you kind of know that he's like thinking about his son when he makes the decision to like go ahead with the mission or whatever. Yeah, I like the bit when the kids when he when the kids watching uh, Planet of the Apes as well, and then he gets the idea. Ooh, yes, he's like, ah, oh, Iran's kind of like a planet of apes. Okay, mate. <laughs> did you not? Did that not seem weird to you? I don't know if I could <laughs> comment <laughs> legally. He literally. Mor- I'm not morally, making, <laughs> I'm not making this up. He's watching Planet of the Apes, and that's how he gets the idea. No, like, what? No, because John Cha- John Chambers did all the makeup yeah. and all of that for Planet of the Apes. But I think the, it was just a but nice the movie doesn't egg. explain that. The movie no, doesn't explain. That. No, but the but the movie. But you know, but John Chambers is in the movie. 
Yeah, I know. So the, what Orlando's <laughs> saying oh is that God. in real life, the, yeah. the Planet of the Apes is relevant because the, the Hollywood guy that he gets to help him do the whole set, the whole fake movie thing worked on Planet of the Apes. Yeah, in main, the movie, it doesn't explain artist. that. The, like the character's there. But he's not like, hey, I was watching Planet of the Apes and I thought of you. It's like, hey, I was watching Planet of the Apes and I got this crazy idea to get them out of Iran. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's, that struck me as odd. That's all I'm saying. That's fair. They do show the scene where the, like, monkey guards are, like, detaining. <laughs> yeah. The, like, yeah. I'm not yeah. – like – all it We're needed was a flashback saying. to the opening of the movie when the, the students are storming the embassy and Ben yeah. Affleck goes, hmm. Oh, my God. So bad. It's we're right. like, we're on the line. We're, we're riding the line right now. No, we're not. I'm, t- I'm saying the movie's dodgy, not us. Yeah. I'm, I yeah, can't be the only enough. one who had that thought. Well, let me tell if you, Daniel, I, I, I did not. If I am, then go. Yeah, okay. If I'm the only one, then... Take me away, officer. <laughs> but but if not, then whatever. Anyway, um, no, no, no. I think the movie actually deserves some props, although I think also they potentially needed to do it if they were releasing this movie in 2012, which they were. Um, I like how they insert this thing right at the beginning and it's a perspective that you do not get again in the entire movie. Oh, maybe a bit with the girl who's in the embassy who, like, escapes. But at the beginning of the movie, before you see the um, embassy getting stormed, there's, like, a voiceover and, like, these sort of, like, animated cards interset with real photos where it's basically like, okay, we know that, like, we're making a movie where the CIA are heroes and that's not exactly chic, but, like, we're just going to acknowledge right off the bat here that, like, it was all their fault, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just, like, yeah, it was just a lot of background stuff about how the US took in the um, the shark. But I think it's, was it's quite charge. concisely done. It's basically, like, yeah, Iran was kind of doing all right before the CIA started, like, literally just fucked everything up. Rubby mitts all over, all over their fucking government. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know. So, like, it's a little bit weird that they they clearly felt compelled to put that in there because they know the CIA can't just be the good guys. But also the CIA are the good guys in this movie. Right. And not, like, you know, it's the, it's the CIA at probably, like, their worst that they ever were in the middle of the Cold War when they were just toppling democracies because they felt like it. <laughs> Do you think so that a little the, bit interesting? But. Do, do you think that the historical like foundations of the movie make it better? If they if a movie came out instead of this same premise, yeah. uh, without the historical kind of background, oh, so it was do you like, think it would have been more or as good? It it did that. It does that thing that like Mission Impossible, like James Bond movies do, where it's like. Generic terrorist, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Generic terrorist splinter cell captures um, American hostages. Yeah, the um, well, yeah. Oh no, it's more of an Iron Man thing. Oh yeah, no country in particular. Yeah, yeah. Um, Just bad, bad men everywhere. Bad terrorist men. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. It's a good question. It was completely fictional. Uh. 
I actually think the story would be much less interesting. Okay. I feel well, like, it's, the, it's like the, I don't the, know. So much of the story is fictional. So maybe it would be interesting still. Well, I think the premise is like pretty amazing still. So I feel like yeah, it could. The premise is amazing, but like I think I give away a lot of the like invented drama of it because as I said before, like I enjoyed a lot of the like political stuff. So I think it would be, it, I think the movie would feel a bit more cheap if it was just like made up political stuff, made up drama, right. like, you know. I guess the fact that we know what the Revolutionary Guard were like doing to suspected American yeah. spies that they were saying, I mean, like literally yeah. hanging them in the streets or in the streets or, you know, setting yeah. them to firing squads. I think knowing that that actually happened and that that was a, a real threat probably And I think the like helped. the the reason they include all those like cuts to the hostages in the embassy and like all the news stories and stuff about it is because it knows that like that stuff is kind of going to affect you knowing it was real. It's like yeah, there were just like actual civilians like in this basement. Like this shit really happened. They were there for over a year. And this is what's going to happen at best if these dudes get caught. I think in that way the like real stakes of it really like or the the real background of it really ups the stakes. Yeah. Um 100%. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting to think if it still would have been an entertaining movie. I don't think it would have been as much of like a, a the the movie would have been as much of a standout. Yeah, I guess it would be more kind of classic like i don't know i feel like it i guess it all depends it all depends it could could have been a fantastic movie if they did it well you know who knows that's but, true but you know what it's irrelevant because they didn't have to because it was real. yeah yeah <laughs> i think the, like the more interesting question is could they have made the movie as good but stuck and like i'm not some guy who's like you can't dramatize the history it's sacred it's like no who, who cares you can do whatever but yeah. just as an interesting question to ask could they have made the movie as interesting without adding all these like hiccups um where they where they get tricked into like going to the bazaar and everyone yells at them and you know they're all sweating at the airport and dudes are like literally chasing them on the runway I reckon so the scene there's one part which didn't happen in real life where the yeah. Americans um get asked by like the Iranian some it's some just group the revolutionary that, guard. It was a revolutionary guard or but it was like Oh at the airport, do you mean? No, 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 at the um at the bazaar. It's like the the group oh. of people that organize like the films yeah. and the art it's like the, the, arts the cultural ministry Iran. or whatever. Yeah. So um not part of their plan. They get asked to go to the bazaar, which is one of the locations in this fictional movie that uh, Ben Affleck had said that he wanted to film at. And they got asked to go to location, to the bazaar, to go like look around and be shown around. Yeah. Um, and that scene when they get there, so it's all the Americans in this absolutely like packed, like fucking yeah. bustling bazaar. Yeah. Um, is really fucking good, like really tense. Yeah. And then people, uh, there's like a little altercation, like one of the Americans takes a picture of someone, but I don't know. They, people get pissed off at them and it like yeah. is on the brink of turning into like a full fucking riot. And they, they get, get, get them out, out of there. there. 
yeah. and everyone's really shaken afterwards. Yeah, and they're all confidence is at an all time low. It's the it's the classic downer moment, you know, before the yeah. last act. Yeah, um, but it's so funny because it's such a great scene in the movie. But literally every complication that happens to the plan, you like after reading the article and like looking at the Wikipedia page and stuff, it's like not only did they invent that complication for the movie, but like it literally that aspect of it could not have gone smoother. It was like, yeah, they didn't actually go to the bazaar. And then also like uh, they were just kind of walking around a lot of the time because they had to keep moving between apartments and no one actually yelled at them. There were like lots of white dude, like, you know, Western looking dudes walking around. They weren't all accosted by it's like supposed blood enemies of the Shah. Yeah. <laughs> The Shah um, killed my son. What did that guy yeah, say? He's yeah, like, the Shah. Yeah. He's he's saying that the Shah murdered his son or something. Yeah, just like it's like right. okay, that's a little bit like not every person in Iran has like a blood hatred for like all Americans because the Shah personally murdered a member of their family. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's the moments of the movie where I feel like it's almost trying to like be like, oh no, like these dudes had a right to be pissed off, but it's like not. Everyone in Iran was like personally pissed off. Yeah, but you know, it, it's like it's like obviously like the people that were, uh, you yeah. know, whatever was done wrong for them, like obviously deserve to be pissed off. It's just in a movie, it's like s- comes well, off as like, contrived yeah. when every you know position it's they contrived, find but it's in. also like it's almost a little bit like goes around to like being not very woke when you're insinuating that like you know there are all a bunch of murderous uh revolutionaries who would just shoot any american they saw it's like for the most part it was probably you know more or less business as usual in most of the country obviously a lot of upheaval there were dudes hanging from the streets but like that would be an exception an exception that you would never see in a stable country but you know still I think that it works well, to be honest. Even the like extra what bits well. that were well, just the like extra kind of contrived if ish dramatization. Yeah, it, it definitely works. It's just interesting to wonder if they could have built up the same tension I don't without think so. adding quite so much thing. Yeah. I, I think you know what? The only part I don't like is the fucking um when they're getting chased in the plane, like on the That's runway. That too was much. a lot. That's yeah, they should have just it should have just been them getting on the plane and then the dude realizing that they Yeah, even Americans. him like breaking the like the glass door to like the like departure door, he like smashes it with his gun and he's like yeah. freaking the fuck out. Yeah. It's like, did he even like really know? Like, how did he even really know for sure that they were on that plane? Yeah, I think um, throughout the movie, actually, as well, they have uh, scenes. They cut away to scenes of which actually happened, where they had, uh, although in the movie they have like fucking sweatshop child workers, which is another thing where it's like that's not very woke as well because it's like they're slaving yeah. these children away to piece together these. They have shredded documents from the embassy that they're piecing together in I the mean, actual to be, to, article. To their, to their credit, that wasn't was one of that was one of the real things in the article, wasn't it? Well, no, they had like they had carpet weavers do it. Oh, but not necessarily children. No, I, they they yeah. made like a point in the movie to say like children like sweatshop workers. Yeah, it's a little bit of a like dog kicker moment where they're yeah. like, you know, 
just have the bad guys do something like undeniably cruel so that we're sure they're the bad guys. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. Like, okay, well, that sort of undermines that whole speech you gave us at the beginning about how yeah. they have a really legitimate grievance. Yeah. Um, and it's actually, like, works, pr- like, really well because they're slowly piecing together pictures of the uh, Americans that they don't know that they're missing yet. Like, they yeah. think that they have everyone in the embassy uh, and then they It's a good, like, rising realize, threat sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. They realise that there are, what, five of them, six of them missing? Five or six, six yeah. I think it's, yeah. Um, and they're like, oh, shit. And then it kind of turns up, turns up the heat a bit more. Yeah, yeah, it's a good thing. But but I think that is one of the sort of tension-based things that actually kind of was from real life because the um the the people hiding were like putting pressure on the like lagging efforts to get them out by being like like bruh, they're like they're they're starting to realize something's up. Like they're looking for people. We can't stay here forever. Yeah. Eventually they're gonna come knocking. Um, so I think that's sort of one of the things that was more accurate. All right. Well, what do you think of, um, what do you think of this whole idea that, um, like the Canadians got angry at this movie because at the end it sort of does that whole thing of like, Oh, where they took the credit and they didn't deserve it. Yeah. They took all the credit. It's like Canadians get the credit for this one. And the dudes are like, what? But we did it. And they're like, I know, but no one could know that. I think in real life the Canadians actually helped out quite a lot. And also in the movie they go to the – they're like, oh, we got turned away from the British embassy and the New Zealand embassy or whatever. And it's like in reality the embassies all kind of like helped uh, keep them and the New Zealand embassy like did a bunch of stuff to help them and everything. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And like so throughout the entire bit of a way – finger to those guys. Yeah, but the, the Canadian – like the Canadians gave them – Canadian passports, which apparent well, I'm yeah. pretty sure if I remember, they said it had only be done, been done once before, where they've given uh, what would be illegal passports, but le- oh. legitimate Canadian passports. I forget what it was well, called. It they had like an emergency they had meeting. To, the government had to break the law to do it, uh, yeah. and so to do that quickly, they had to call like a emergency session of parliament or something, and that hadn't been done since World War Two. Yeah, so they uh, yeah, so they kind of you know they hustled a bit as well. Yeah, it's like, come on. And then it's like, that's, yeah. you know what, now that I think about it, it's kind of this like really cheesy moment where it's like, ah, oh, the CIA boys like, you know, lax yeah, and back in their so chairs sad. with their coffees. And they're, <laughs> well, but they're like, they're like, oh, you know, hard days work, which is fair enough, you know, they did their part yeah. as well. And then, and then they're like, yeah, no one can know about this. And then Brian Cranston's like, know about what? It's like, uh, and they're all like, Brian, yeah. you don't. <laughs> 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 he's Brian, he's such a jokester. And then he and then he gets angry and you're like, oh, oh he kicks off. Yeah, he fucking yeah. kicks off. Um but also I was gonna say it's true that the movie gives Canada like probably much less credit in the actual operation than they were due. But it's not just that like they helped with the Argo thing. It's also like they like were clearly like working with the CIA the whole time. Like in the movie, it's just like all the like ideas, the the brainstorm is happening just in like some CIA office. It's all Americans. Um, and they have the two ideas that get shut down. They're like dropping them bikes and letting them ride out and then pretending they're English language teachers. 
and they get like, and Ben Affleck, you know, really tears them to shreds. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and the crop inspectors. And I think all of those ideas came from uh, Canada, like special service people. Yeah. So it's yeah. like the movie kind of did them a bit of a solid in the way of being like, oh, no, like in our story, the Americans came up with all the shit ideas as well. <laughs> That's so funny. like, you know. Yeah, you, don't worry, you, guys. You, yeah. It gives and it takes. Yeah. 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 For sure. The, the producers of the movie should have been like, oh, okay, you want us to be all more honest about your role? Well, you thought yeah. of all the shit stuff. <laughs> How about that? How's that for being honest? <laughs> oh, God. All right. Do you have any uh, anything else, Dan, that you want to say? No, just that it's really funny that um, in real life they fully put so much money into that whole production studio and in the movie it, it sort of like pays off because the dudes do the, the um, Final student phone revolutionaries – yeah, they call the studio and he picks up and confirms it. It's kind of epic moment. Um, in real life, no one ever called. They just sort of set it up for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Except apparently one of the, the director dude was like um, buying scripts for like Arthur Conan, Do- Arthur Conan Doyle stories because he thought they looked good. He was like, oh, I might use that. Yeah, yeah. And oh, oh actually just one other small thing. They do like reference it in the movie but – the original name for the script was different uh, in real life. Oh, uh, yeah. And he, the CAA man, we forget his like name, Light, Mendez. Lightbringer or something. Yeah, Mendez, yeah. Tony Mendez. And he renamed it Argo, which is, well, Jason and the Argonauts was a movie. I think it came out in like the yeah. 60s or the 50s or something. But and it's, it's like about, a Bible story, isn't it? I, I think it's a play on a like old like Bible story. It's, it's not a Bible story. Or is I don't it an think. ancient Greek? It's thing. an ancient Greek know. thing, yeah. And it comes up it's, in uh, the Jason all the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's Jason and his uh, his Argonauts going yeah. to find some uh, golden fleece or some fucking treasured item or something. Anyways, so you know that has some kind of relevance, really. Yeah, um, yeah, and they call it Studio Six because of the six missing people. Yeah. Feels like like those things could have been jokes in the movie and they just sort of left them as little Easter eggs to the real yeah. events, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, that, that director dude is very funny as well. Um, oh, I forget his name. He provided, his name. He provided some, I don't know what directors, is he and other stuff? Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't for the life of me remember though, but yeah, he's, he's, he's very like, like, uh, like dry and witty. It's yeah. good, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. They say Argo fuck yourself. They do that joke one too many times though. Yeah. The third yeah. time is not funny. <laughs> yeah, it does kind of – I to be honest, Dan, I think the first time – I don't actually know if it's that the, funny to begin with. The first time is funny when the reporter dude's just annoying him and he's like, oh, it means Argo fuck yourself. Okay, yeah. yeah. I'll give you that maybe the second time is not funny either. <laughs> Alrighty. Should we uh, rate? I feel like – all right, for our rating, we should – we should I guess we just do the same thing but like it's funny comparing like oh no the actual Iranian hostage crisis was better than the film it was yeah (laughs) no yeah actually uh this is kind of weird I mean we can use the article but no all of it came from the article well no it's like what um we'll compare it to what it would have been like to actually be a hostage in the embassy Watch, compared so, to watching this movie. So, okay. So, there's perhaps only one movie we've actually done so far on the podcast that 
might have actually been worse Gone to negative. watch than being. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we'll just let uh, you viewers speculate on what that might be. Yeah, take but a for wild now, guess. Yeah. For now, I'll give the, I mean, actually, I don't know. You're, you're kind of right. This, this kind of doesn't make sense to do it all. Yeah. I'll give it a, I'll give the movie a, you know what? I'll give it a, I'll give it a plus five. Compared to the article, because the article is telling a story yeah, at the end yeah. of the day. I'll, I'll give it a plus five. sort of sense. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a lot more entertaining than the article. I'll give it a plus six. Yeah. Yeah. That seems um, fair. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. And, uh. We've got a bit of a little teaser Ooh, this, to drop surprise. Here. Yeah, we we don't want to say too much yet, I don't think, Landy, but something big is on the horizon <laughs> for the books better. Something, something massive. Something huge. Or should I say something grand? Ooh, I've said you too sh- much. You shouldn't have you shouldn't have said you shouldn't have said that. No, I've given it away. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we'll just let you guys think about what that could be what that could possibly fucking mean (laughs) (laughs) but but this isn't just a joke this is actually we've got a big event coming up on the podcast um so stay tuned for that and follow us on at the books better show on instagram and we'll see you next week yeah see ya bye